0: Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God centered, God focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So, the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion.
1: Jesus and Jiu-Jitsu is a ministry, it's events, and it's a podcast, all focused on building community and fellowship around Jesus and great Jiu-Jitsu. We were birthed from a walking in truth event called Pursuit four of us left one of these men's pursuits and the lord all gave us the same download to create jesus and Jiu Jitsu. we've started by doing local events in north texas we're slowly but surely expanding those events to other markets across the country where we bring in professors and instructors we learn awesome jujitsu techniques we hear a testimony about the gospel We give away free Bibles, we offer prayer, and then we train hard. On top of this, we have a podcast that has really taken off that we have a lot of fun with. Look us up on all platforms. We love Walking in Truth, and we appreciate the affiliation with them and the covering that they give us. Thank you to all the leaders at Walking in Truth, everyone at Jesus and Jiu-Jitsu. Is truly appreciative.
0: Numbers 31. The slaughter of Midian. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Take full vengeance for the sons of Israel on the Midianites. Afterward, you will be gathered to your people. Moses spoke to the people, saying, Arm men from among you for the war, that they may go against Midian to execute the Lord's vengeance on Midian. A thousand from each tribe of all the tribes of Israel you shall send to the war. So there were furnished from the thousands of Israel a thousand from each tribe, twelve thousand armed for war. Moses sent them a thousand from each tribe to the war, and Phineas, the son of Eleazar, the priest, to the war with them, and the holy vessels and the trumpets for the alarm in his hand. So they made war against Midian, just as the Lord had commanded Moses, and they killed every male. They killed the kings of Midian along with the rest of their slain, Evi and Recham and Zer and Hur and Reba, the five kings of Midian. They also killed Balaam, the son of Beor, with the sword. The sons of Israel captured the women of Midian and their little ones and all their cattle and all their flocks and all their goods they plundered. Then they burned all their cities where they lived and all their camps with fire. They took all the spoil and all the prey, both of man and of beast. They brought the captives and the prey and the spoil to Moses and to Eleazar the priest and to the congregation of the sons of Israel to the camp at the plains of Moab, which are by the Jordan opposite Jericho. Moses and Eleazar the priest and all the leaders of the congregation went out to meet them outside the camp. Moses was angry with the officers of the army, the captains of thousands and the captains of hundreds who had come from service in the war. And Moses said to them, Have you spared all the women? Behold, these caused the sons of Israel, through the counsel of Balaam, to trespass against the Lord in the matter of Peor. So the plague was among the congregation of the Lord. Now, therefore, kill every male among the little ones, and kill every woman who has known man intimately. But all the girls who have not known man intimately, spare them for yourselves." And you camp outside the camp seven days. Whoever has killed any person and whoever has touched any slain, purify yourselves, you and your captives, on the third day and on the seventh day. You shall purify for yourselves every garment and every article of leather and all the work of hair and all articles of wood. Then Eleazar the priest said to the men of war who had gone to battle, This is the statute of the law which the Lord has commanded Moses. Only the gold and the silver, the bronze, the iron, the tin, and the lead, Everything that can stand the fire, you shall pass through the fire, and it shall be clean. But it shall be purified with water for your impurity. But whatever cannot stand the fire, you shall pass through the water. And you shall wash your clothes on the seventh day and be clean. Afterward, you may enter the camp. Division the of the Booty Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, You and Eleazar the priests, and the heads of the fathers' households of the congregation, take account of the booty that was captured. Both of man and of animal, and divide the booty between the warriors who went out to battle and all the congregation. Levy a tax for the Lord from the man of war who went out to battle, one in five hundred of the persons, and of the cattle, and of the donkeys, and of the sheep. Take it from their half and give it to Eleazar the priest as an offering to the Lord. From the sons of Israel's half you shall take one drawn out of every fifty of the persons of cattle, of the donkeys, and of the sheep from all the animals and give them to the Levites who keep charge of the tabernacle of the Lord. Moses and Eleazar the priest did just as the Lord had commanded Moses. Now the booty that remained from spoil which the men of war had plundered was 675,000 sheep and 72,000 cattle and 61,000 donkeys. And of human beings, of the women who had not known man intimately, all the persons were 32,000. The half, the portion of these Who went out to war was as follows. The number of sheep was 337,500, and the Lord's levy of the sheep was 675. And the cattle were 36,000, from which the Lord's levy was 72. And the donkeys were 30,500, from which the Lord's levy was 61. And the human beings were 16,000, from whom the Lord's levy was 32 persons. Moses gave the levy which was the Lord's offering to Eleazar the priest just as the Lord had commanded Moses. As for the sons of Israel's half which Moses separated from the men who had gone to war, now the congregation's half was 337 500 sheep and 36,000 cattle and 30,500 donkeys and the human beings were 16,000. And from the sons of Israel's half Moses took one drawn out of every 50, both of man and of animals, and gave them to the Levites, who kept charge of the tabernacle of the Lord, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. Then the officers who were over the thousands of the army, the captains of thousands and the captains of hundreds, approached Moses, and they said to Moses, Your servants have taken a census of men of war who are in our charge, and no man of us is missing. So we have brought as an offering to the Lord what each man found, articles of gold, armlets, and bracelets, signet rings, earrings, and necklaces to make atonement for ourselves before the Lord. Moses and Eleazar the priest took the gold from them, all kinds of wrought articles. All the gold of offering which they offered up to the Lord from the captains of thousands and the captains of hundreds was 16,750 shekels. The men of war had taken booty, every man for himself. So Moses and Eleazar the priest took the gold from the captains of thousands and of hundreds and brought it to the tent of meeting as a memorial for the sons of Israel before the Lord. So here in Numbers 31, you see um, the continuation of a story that was just prior to the laws that were in the census that were, you know, reminders for them. You have in Numbers 25 where it talks about the sin of Peor and how they, uh, the sons of Israel had become a harlot and they had basically gone and taken the women from, the, from Midian and intermingled with them and were having, um, well, relations with them. And it goes back even to when Balaam was doing his hesitant blessings. When he was calling for these, And rather than just standing up and speaking, he was kind of playing both sides a little bit and being very um, cowardice, remember? And Balaam, he was hesitant to go. He didn't want to. He told him, yeah, sure, I'll curse him. And then he stood forth and and then he gave him a blessing. Well, in that blessing, he also blessed Israel, but at the same time, he also had put in a little bit of a curse, which the word which he had spoken, which was a vow, which led to this intermingling with the Midianites. So you can see once again, just like in Numbers 30, where we talked about our vows. You have to be very careful in what you say because um, there's consequences and for this even though Balaam thought at the time he was doing something good his delayed obedience his cowardice behavior and the fact that he just slipped a little bit of a curse in there unknowingly he had consequences so when God had already handled the dealings with the sons of Israel with the plague because of their harlotry with Pure. But now God's going to deal with the Midianites. So he goes and he calls for war. He gets them all together, delivers them completely. And then you can see, and it's a good point that they make here in the Bible. And why do they mention Balaam again? Why do they make sure out of all the people that are killed, They mentioned Balaam, but they mentioned Balaam and talk about the fact because of his dealings with leading to this um, sin of harlotry at Peor. So God handled Israel. God then handled Midian and God made sure he also handled Balaam. So remember, this wasn't instant that it took place. There's a little bit of time in here, but God is going to make right. He is a God of justice. He's going to make right. So what you have to do is make sure, I mean, God knows that we're not perfect. God knows we make mistakes. God knows that we will make vows unintentionally which we know will lead to consequences. We're still responsible for the consequences, whatever we caused here on earth and the physical realm. However, we can go to God and, and just ask for forgiveness. And he's a God of redemption. He's a God who will not only be a God of justice, but he's also a God of redemption. Where we can come back to him and say, Father, we messed up. Father, I messed up please help and he's happy to help that's what he wants is our in our relationship he knows that we're going to fall down he just wants us to get up come back to him ask for forgiveness and then move on in fact the way jesus puts it is beautifully rise rise a new person forgiven of your sin and sin no more father thank you that you forgive us thank you that that even though you know that we make mistakes and even though there's consequences and even though you are a just god you're also a merciful god and you don't you don't extend mercy because i deserve it you extend mercy because of the love that you are And I just ask that where I've fallen, that you can forgive me. Redeem me back to that position where I was. And whatever consequences I have coming, I'll take them. But I just don't want to be seen as fallen in your eyes. I I want to be redeemed. So thank you for that redemption. And thank you for everything that you do. In Jesus' name, amen. amen.